0: The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted and protected. No use in any form, partial or in full, is to be used without informed written consent from the Art of Relationships Radio Show, the Art of Relationships PLLC, or myself, Greg Dazinski. Thank you.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dazinski, also known as Master G., The art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us he is simply known as Master G.
0: Welcome, everybody, to Sunday evening. Hopefully, everybody's weekend is going uh, awesome or went smooth if you're uh, already relaxed for uh, the work week uh, Monday coming up tomorrow. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and this is Greg Duszynski, a.k.a. Master G. Uh, tonight, going to talk about trust building. I hit on this uh, a little bit, yeah, I should say quite a bit, regarding specifically affairs, Uh, But I also want to hit on a lot more areas, Um, I'm going to tie in affairs a little bit with trust building, but I want to hit on other things outside of uh, affairs as well. Uh, And I'll get into that, you know, in a little bit, you know, about lying in relationships, you know, maybe reasons for lying. like I said, you know, With affairs. I don't condone them, I don't excuse them. I try to look at and try to help couples look at why and individuals as well. You know, why the lying takes place and what's going on. Could be, you know, pride issues, ego issues, self esteem issues, or if it is malicious and vicious, you need to step away from them people. Um, I think most people lie. It's not necessary for vicious or um, ill intent. And I'll talk about that a little bit. Again, want to welcome everybody to the Art of Relationships radio show. This is Greg Doszynski. Make sure you check me out on Facebook. Uh, under Greg Dzinski. you can also find me under the Art of Relationships. That's my uh, counseling practice here in Mount Clemens, Michigan, a uh, business name. Also check out the Art of Relationships radio show. and I'm also going to have a website specific just to the radio show outside of my clinical practice. Uh, as well, and that's going to be the Relationship Show. Guru. That's the Relationship Show. Guru. G U R U. So that's going to be specific to the radio show. Try to separate uh, all the podcasts. Everything will be uploaded to that as well. Uh, probably be uploaded on my regular page on Facebook as well. So make sure uh, you'll know, check that out. It's not up yet. Uh, that's going to be up hopefully in a day or two. It's another avenue, like I said, uh, hopefully uh, to make it a little more clearer and find information to help you specific to the relationship show. Again, if anyone wants to advertise, promote their business, uh, get a hold of me, please. Uh, greg at Uh That'd be super as well. Again, much love to everybody out there. Uh, this episode... Uh, is sponsored once again by Gus's Coney Island, uh, downtown Mount Clemens, Michigan, Main Street across from the Macomb County Court Buildings. Make sure you stop in, say hello. They got good food. Like I said, family atmosphere, great service. A lot of regulars in the area. Stop in there. Again, Gus's Coney Island, open seven days a week, downtown Mount Clemens on Main Street. Okay, getting into trust building and relationships. And we're going to hit on, um number one, trust builder is you do what you say, right? <clears throat> Some things that kill trust mostly in any type of relationships. It could be friendships, but I want to hit specifically in relationships, right? Number one is you know, you do you follow through, you do what you say, right? One of my click words and I have uh or click phrases, I will, and I have quite a few of them, you know, along with you know, get you know throwing you up against the wall and getting banged and all this stuff. Um but doing what you say. Lip service, right? That's my click word. You know, it's just lip service. You don't want to hear lip service. You want to see the actions backing it up, right? I was with couples, you know, I've talked from day one on my radio shows and uh blogs on Facebook. I hit on, you know, not lip service. How do you show each other you love each other. One one aspect is doing what you say you're going to do. One killer um, of trust is not doing what you say, right? You could say it could be anything from, you know, doing errands, uh, doing a better job at being a better partner. Uh, promises. Huge, right? If you say we're going to do something, you do it. You back it up. Unless there's an emergency uh, you know, houses on fire, life-threatening illness, or, you know, the flu, anything like that, an emergency, if there isn't an emergency, you know what, you better back up what you say, okay, it could be as simple as, you know, stop teasing, stop belittling, stop criticizing, the last, uh, couple weeks, this has been huge, in. uh, Couples seeing me in the last couple of weeks about trust building. About lying and following through. Doing what you say you're going to do. Uh, a lot of people you look at. Is it just laziness? Or maybe another politically correct form. Is that you're not motivated to back up what you say. That tells that other person. Your partner. Your loved one. That you really don't care about them. You know what? That you really don't see them as important in your life if you keep you know sort of just pacifying them with words you better back it up or pretty soon that's one area of trust they're not going to believe you and it's going to create a wedge and distance in your relationship so it's huge and you know doing what you say you're going to do and it it not only this you know parents out there with your kids if you say you're going to do something you better back it up now You know, if the kids step out of line, there's got to be consequences, right? So, you know, you got to lay it, you know, as long as you're, you know, as long as you listen, as long as you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, we are going to do this. Or, I will do this for you, right? I'm all about that even in romantic relationships. But, even with with kids, man, it's huge. You better back up what you say and follow through with it. Or, the trust is going to get killed. Even in you know, parent-child relationship, parent-teen relationships, and definitely romantic uh, relationships, it's huge. You know, how many people out there have had, you know, maybe their loved one, significant other, you know, whatever you want to call them, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, that says, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, take you here, I'm going to do this, or even, you know, in relationships, how many people say, yeah, I'm going to marry you, I'm gonna, you know, yeah, I'm gonna, work, I'm gonna marry you. I'm gonna propose to you, and all of a sudden, six months go by, you know, which is okay. Then a year goes by, two years goes by, you know, you lose credibility if you don't follow through with what you say. Your credibility ain't shit, and you need to regain that. You know, if you have a hard time with following through, we're all busy. You know, a lot of people are making a lot less money than they used to uh, and working more hours. So, we're all busy. We all say things, but no matter that, you need to follow through. Okay? Do what you say you're going to do. And that's going to establish trust and it's going to put a a huge backbone on you and build a strong foundation and strong backbone for the relationship. Okay? So, big time, follow through. Do what you say you're going to do. Another aspect uh, I talked about. It tends to be a huge, huge thing, and this is um, it's not a gender issue, like a lot of things I talk about. It's not really a gender issue. I get away from you know, all men do this, all women do that. Everybody knows that I'm not a big fan of men are from Mars, you know, women are from Venus because there's too many stereotypes out there. Some of what you know, John Gray says in the book, you know, or his books are okay, but for the most part. There's too many stereotypes, too many stigmas about, you know, men are like this, women are like this. I'd like to key it in on individuals, okay? So, key it in and pay particular attention to the individual, your partner, instead of all men, all women. Um, That generalization and the stigmas, uh, definitely, that can build trust because you're not looking at the individual person, okay? So, be specific to the individual that you're with, okay? Now... Going on to the lying aspect, um, touch and base, and I have, I've dealt with this a lot lately where <clears throat> one significant, you know, s- significant partner, lover, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend, or relationship has a problem with lying. And it could be s- anything from simple things to, um, yeah, I left work, say I left work at five o'clock today and it was actually four thirty. Um. You know, I was going here, running here, whatever, and you ended up stopping at a friend's house instead of maybe running to the store or whatever. Um, Lying is huge. Okay, I think everybody knows that. Some people can tolerate little white lies. Some people will not tolerate white lies. This is, again, very individualistic, and you have to hit on what is important. And the lying aspect ties in, you know, doing what you say you're going to do. Because if you don't, Right. You don't follow through. They're going to think you're lying to them. Correct. But lying is I look at lying. Okay. What is going on with lying is the individual have low self-esteem. Okay. Is that what's going on? Are you afraid of confrontation? And I'm going to get into that, you know, sort of tie that in with lying, too. You're afraid of confrontation. You feel like you're going to be that little kid in trouble by your parents again. So you back away from confrontation. You're afraid to maybe get in trouble. You're afraid to get confronted with issues. Uh, And also, you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you are lying because to stab people in the back and be malicious, uh, one thing about let's face it, about starting rumors, right? About people, uh, it could be an ex. It could be maybe your relationship's into trouble and you're spreading spreading rumors about your ex that they they beat you, they, you know, abuse you, and they really didn't. Um, You know, that's vicious and that's malicious. And people that are malicious and vicious in that way, um, I'm going to be honest, I think there's a lot deeper issues going on uh, than that. And that's very difficult. To improve on. Am I going to say it's. Impossible to improve on. I'm not going to say it's impossible. But I'm going to say it's pretty next to impossible. People that are narcissistic. That lie. You know. Just to be malicious. To get their way all the time. Um, those people. I'm going to recommend you stay away from them. Okay. Um, going back on. You know. Trust building with lying. You look at. And I want this. To be both. The individual issue about lying and also you being a partner maybe of somebody that lies all the time if you choose to stay in that relationship like I said that's all about you okay and that's your decision but you want to look at why You know, why are they lying? And also look at yourself. Why are they lying? I do it with couples. I do it with individuals in here. And I, you know, I look at, I try to teach the part, you know, why are they lying? If it, you know, the old fish story, right? I caught this fish that was three feet long and it was only like six inches. And we know know, ladies out there, if guys, you know, sort of lie, uh, how big their package is, right? Um, You know, it could be about ego issues, trying to make themselves feel, Better, Trying to make themselves look better than maybe reality or actually what they are. And I tie that in definitely with self-esteem issues, you know. What can we do to build up your self-esteem, to build up your confidence where you don't have to lie? I talk about standing on your own two feet numerous times on these shows with couples. You know, part of standing on your own two feet is no matter... If it's going to hurt someone's feelings or piss them off, that is not your intent. Your intent is to be honest and to be trustworthy. Okay? And what would it take to build the confidence and help heal your self-esteem or maybe improve your self-esteem to healthy levels to where you don't have to lie? That you can be honest. And part of that is maybe self-love, that you don't like yourself, you don't think you're any good, so you try to boost your self-esteem up by not being reality. And once you start doing that, people aren't going to believe you, for one. And another thing, you're going to lose respect from a lot of close people in your life, because that's, you know, they're going to take it. They're not going to believe anything that comes out of your mouth, okay? Okay. So that that is huge to try to battle through that and grow through that. And if you have a, a receptive partner and a caring supportive of a partner, that they can help you with that. Um, and hopefully that can be resolved, okay? That you're confident enough you, that you can, you know, like yourself enough to be honest and be real and that's going to build even the more you do it the more you practice it the more confident you're going to become and a huge part of the self esteem aspect is self acceptance okay self acceptance is huge and it's going to help you with the self esteem issues about lying uh with the ego aspect i'm going to talk about and it was requested today on facebook about you know lying to avoid confrontation okay um and that i think maybe a lot of people do to avoid, they don't want to deal with confrontation, they don't want to deal with this, but I'm going to tell you where this leads into trouble, and lying in general leads into a lack of respect, like I said, once the respect, lack of respect is there, and in place, and you lose respect, it's very difficult to gain that back, it takes a lot of work, and it takes a lot of effort, and a lot of uh, gut checks to get that back, okay, not impossible, but it, it could be, now if there's a full lack of respect in a relationship, Chances are it's not going to come back and you might have to see about moving on. Okay. This is uh, Greg Doszynski, Master G, the Art of Relationships radio show. Talking about trust building in relationships. I'm going to take a first break and I'll be back. Welcome everybody. Join me on live chat. You can also call me live uh, with your questions. Uh, hopefully pertaining to uh, trust building and maybe even share some stories to help other people out out there. Like I said, radio show is all about you helping the people Check out PPRN there. I appreciate all my followers and uh, shows every Tuesday, all the support Wednesday I've been getting. Thanks again. I will be back in a few PM. minutes. Want some Talk to you soon. Posts. Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band future. Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Everybody, this is uh Greg Greg Dezinsky uh Master G. Uh hopefully everybody's doing well. Hopefully everybody can hear me. <laughs> uh hopefully every, everyone's doing uh awesome right now, okay? And uh okay, welcome back welcome back to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. This is uh Greg Dzinski and uh Talking about trust building in relationships okay talked about uh, the confrontation aspects uh, and what's happening uh, that you're afraid to confrontate and then uh, the lying everything hits that hopefully uh, everybody can hear me out there uh, if you can't please give me a text and uh, we'll go from we'll go from there okay hopefully everything's uh, running smooth uh, with the mic. Okay, one one aspect with, you know, lying to avoid confrontation, you know, that's a self-esteem issue or, you know, maybe you're so overstressed or you don't want to deal with it, you hate confrontation because you feel like you're getting attacked, getting belittled, getting criticized, you want to hit on, um, you know, looking at not being afraid to be confronted, okay? I'm not saying you have to like it or get off on confrontation, but I want you to hit on... Um, To hit on those aspects that why you're afraid of those okay to be able to stand your ground like I mentioned before about standing on your own two feet and looking at you know what the heck is going on in your relationship okay what is going on within yourself that you okay we don't maybe want or like confrontation but we're okay with it we can deal with it we can be honest. One of these aspects. So when we're lying to get away from confrontation. you know that is. Again. It's going to keep building more and greater confrontation. So it's a catch-22. You're trying to avoid it. But with you lying and your spouse. You know. Whatever. Spouse partner finds that out. Uh, it's going to bring out more competition. It's going to kill the trust aspects even more. Okay. Uh, lying in general is going to do that. But looking at. You know. Why you're afraid to confront. You know, is it because your own weaknesses is, is it because you feel that, you know, by avoiding confrontation, you're not going to feel belittled. You're not going to feel like that little kid, like I mentioned about getting yelled at by a parent, um, or maybe let's face it, are you afraid to be confronted because you're going to get called out on your BS? You know, if you're, you know, BS and not being honest and you're called out about it, you, it's, it's. Most common, a lot of people are going to squirm, going to try to wiggle out of those situations, and that just shows a lack of respect for your partner, okay? So, I try to say this, not only with, you know, we all say man up, but also woman up as well, and try to be honest and look at the situation, because the more honest you are, even when getting confronted, you know what, I screwed up. Huge, that's confidence, right? I screwed up. I'm going to work on it. You know, it's not going to happen again. And then tying in what I began to show with about following through, right? Sorry about to pause there. I caught, uh, my breath went away. But, you know, about following through. So confrontation, when you're able to sit there and take it and and look at it from a learning aspect that, you know, your partner is confronting you because there's an issue. Do you want to make your relationship stronger or do you want to create a further wedge in between you guys? So, one aspect is when you're getting confronted, you know, look at that. And I've talked about, you know, with anger a lot of times too. Typically, when you're getting confronted, it's done with anger because it's out of hurt or, you know, your partner felt disrespected, not desired. All those aspects I talked about over and over and over again. Um, When you're getting confronted with those issues, that means, oh, shit, I need to do something about it, right? I can't get away with it too much longer. It's going to come in my face. But what's it going to take for me to deal with those issues? Uh, An episode or two ago, I talked about, you know, what are you afraid to talk about, right? You're afraid to bring up what? You know, in a relationship, if it's you don't feel loved, you don't feel desired, or maybe you don't desire your partner and you're afraid to talk about it. You're thinking about a a divorce or, excuse me, or separation, um, you know, and it's a year, two years before your partner even has a clue, you know, as far as what's going on. Because you're afraid of that confrontation. You're afraid to maybe be called out or maybe to do something about it. That's going to be a big thing because it takes work, right? you know, lying to build trust, it takes work to build that back and to stop lying, you're going to like yourself better, okay? You're going to like yourself a lot better when you start being honest, not only with yourself, but with your partner. It doesn't mean you're, you know, you're a bad person, uh, you know, you're a jerk or whatever that you're trying to work on that, you know? It's going to make you feel not like a jerk. It's going to make you feel more confident by being honest and being open Um, with those aspects, okay? So that is huge. You talk about those and deal with those um, on an everyday issue. And believe it or not, when you're confronted, chances are you can deal with those and speak from the heart and learn, you know what, what did I do to piss you off? You know, I'm sorry, what did I do to cause this? And you look and you grow from that. And the easier you handle it, that maybe you're reaching To learn from your partner from being confronted, right? If you can learn from that aspect and even, you know, you can evolve and grow as a person from that. And if you look at that experience and those events, it's going to make you a stronger partner. It's going to make you a stronger person, more confident, and it's going to create a lot more relaxed relationship with, woohoo, that's what we want, right? Relax, healthy, hopefully fun, loving everything else. Okay. Um, Another trust aspect in relationships that sort of go hand in hand. sort of hand in hand with lying aspect, and you usually cover it up. Is how many people out there trust their partner to have their back? How many people out there have an issue with their current relationship that their partner is not going to be for be there for them emotionally? This is huge, and this is a relationship killer. You know, the lying aspect of fear, you know, doing what you say you're gonna do, those are huge aspects too. But one of the quick killers of a relationship is you don't have your partner's back. You don't have their emotion you don't have their back emotionally, right, and you're not there for them emotionally, this is one thing that destroys, wreaks havoc in relationships, that means, you know, if they need you, and you're blowing them off, roll their, uh, you know, roll their eyes, oh my god, here here they go again, here he goes again, here she goes again, you know, if it's a constant thing, and one thing this week, we talked about, you know, having your emotional And the emotional backing from your partner is, you know, if issues get repeated and repeated, typically there's no resolve. And your partner doesn't trust that you care. And your partner doesn't trust that you actually give a shit about that issue or that they're hurt in that relationship. So that's why it keeps coming up and up. And you tie this in with fear or, you know, fear or confrontation. You're backing off. And it's a dog chasing its tail. Those issues when you don't have your partner's back and you don't care about their feelings. um, It's going to resurface over and over again. So I want you to deal with it and be able to be there for your partner emotionally. okay? Because if your partner doesn't trust you emotionally, that's when they start going out and looking maybe for other people or somebody chirps in the air. Another aspect about not having your partner not having their back and being there emotionally for them is you air your dirty laundry out to your friends, you earn you air your dirty laundry out to your relatives. Ooh, right? Or even another significant one. I talked about part of this is tied in with and I when I talked about affairs, I talked, you know, the different types, but emotional affair. Having an emotional affair is sharing intimate stuff with somebody else that should not leave that relationship. And I've talked about, yes, we all need somebody to vent to. We all need somebody to um, maybe talk to. But when you start bashing and start, you know, something that's really personable or personable, (laughs) sorry, personal to you and very intimate. And you start sharing that information with somebody outside that relationship. That shuts down communication and you're going to lose trust. Your partner is not going to trust in telling you anything, that they're hurt, that they're worried, that they're scared. And by rights, they shouldn't, because they're so worried, you're going to go out there and blab it to everybody. And oh my God, I deal with adults and, you know, with couples and individuals that share their dirty laundry out on Facebook. Um, you know, I, Facebook is great. I promote the radio show on Facebook, uh, business, my blog's on Facebook. So I'm a, I'm a huge Facebook advocate. However, you do not air your dirty laundry out on there. And I see I see it with you know people that are you know friends of me. I see their dirty laundry out left and right, and these are adults. And it's like, what are you like teenagers? This will destroy trust people, okay? That the whole world can see they're not gonna tell you, and they're gonna withdraw. And I talked about being vulnerable you know in a relationship is the most important also the scariest thing that vulnerability will be killed if you are not there emotionally for your partner and also that you your partner can't trust you to keep things at bay to keep things that are intimate in there now I, I need to stress on this because I had somebody talk about you know an abusive situation um, getting severely beat bruised, you know what, you need help with that. That doesn't mean, and that partner doesn't want you to go anywhere with that information. You know what, that's sick and that's crazy. This is, you know, when it, you get, you know, an abusive situation, you need to get help. If it's, you don't want to tell family members, friends, you're embarrassed, or maybe you've said, you know, you complain over and over again, this is happening and you still deal with it. Um, which, you know what, I'm not a big fan of. As most people know. You need to get the hell out of those situations. So you know. People that are going to manipulate you. That beat you. That are abusive. They don't want you telling anyone about that. Right. You need. In that situation. This is about the only situation. I'm going to tell you. Where you need to tell somebody. You need to ha- find help. Get to a safe place. Get the hell out of that situation. You know. If you need to call the cops. Fire. you know, Fire. Uh, file. You know abuse charges, you need maybe assault and battery charges. If it's been ongoing and it needs to be done, especially in an ongoing situation, um, you know, jaws getting cracked or broke, Heads getting bashed up against walls, and this doesn't happen just once. I I mean, I once is too many, but this is an ongoing situation. You know, getting temples pressed in because they're pressure points, you know, where you could kill somebody. You need to get the hell out of that situation, and of course, like I said, about those are the only situations to you need to run, you need to get tell somebody, you know, tell friends. Uh, a good friend, close friend, you don't have to tell everybody. Get the authorities involved. A uh, Corso situation. They're gonna. Oh, don't get that out of the informa- out of the situation. That needs to just be kept in our house. Nobody else. You need to get the hell away from those people. Plain and simple. Okay. Uh, other than that, you know what? Keep the intimate, keep the emotional trust that you have each other's back and you're there for each other, and don't blab. Don't gossip about you know your partner. If you do that, it's going to destroy it. If you're going to do that, get the hell out of the relationship. Because chances are, if you do, your partner's going to get out of the relationship. And by rights, they probably should. Because once that trust is killed, that you're not talking about your partner or talking behind your partner's back. Um, like I said, this is probably one of the number one relationship killers uh, or the quickest way to kill a relationship. Affairs, of course, are another way. But when you don't trust emotionally, that you know they're going to run or they're not coming to you first with an issue, they're going out of the relationship. That is a huge issue, and that that is that's a huge trust breaker right there. Okay. Well, I'm going to be back in a few minutes. I'm going to take a little uh,
1: Check break, clear my
0: throat. I appreciate everybody joining in. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Thank you so much. I'll be back shortly. Hilarious guests plus upcoming new stars of the band Future. Check out pprnlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Everybody. This is uh, Greg Duzinski, uh the Art of Relationships radio show, talking about trust building. And we're coming about, I talked about, you know, having your emotional back is huge when I uh, went on the break. Talked about, you know, lying is huge. You're looking at the, the reasons why the lying occurs, why it happens. And like I said, there's no excuse for it. But you're looking at, you know, the reasons why. Is it self-esteem issues? right? That's huge. You know, your ego and pride's at stake. You need to work on that. And your ego and pride, true confidence, like I said, you can admit when you're wrong. You can, uh, when you're confronted, you can admit to it and deal with it, right? Um, It's huge. Another issue, you know, tying in your emotional back, not being there emotionally also is for hurting You know, you're afraid to hurt that other person, but when you don't have their emotional back, I talked about before the break, you know, you're hurting that person big time. And another aspect, you know, tied in with that is, you know, lying because you're afraid to hurt your partner. I think most lying might happen based on the confrontation, ego aspects, excuse me, and also that you're afraid to hurt your partner. Um, You know, you love your partner, you might not want to hurt them, but by lying, inadvertently you're hurting them you're crushing them they might be mad and hurt by you being honest but by you not being honest with them that's going to hurt more and that's going to create even more havoc more harm than being honest okay so be upfront, be genuine be honest and that's you're going to feel better about yourself too you're it's going to you're going to be uh it part of it is self acceptance. So the more honest you are, the more accepting you are that you're human, you make mistakes, right? And that's going to help you reduce the lying and hopefully eliminate it period. That's what we want to go for. You know, we want to eliminate the lying big time, okay? And we want to make sure you have your partner's uh back emotionally. That is huge, okay? Huge. Another aspect, you know, tying in with all, you know, with all these aspects, you know, is you know not hurting your you know not hurting your other partner like I said about lying and we all been there you know you might guys out there that are married or girlfriends does my ass look fat in this dress you know what do you do you know that that's a catch 22 right you you know do you lie you don't want to hurt their feelings right or maybe a smooth way to do it you know what i think this other dress or this other pants look best on you um you can be smooth about it and You know, those questions, you know, we've all been in those situations before, you know. You try to be honest, but you try to be honest by maybe diverting uh, another piece of clothing or whatever. You know what, I like how you look in this. Why don't you wear this? Um, That way you can avoid that issue. I'm laughing because, you know, that part, it's tough. And I think most guys, even women are smooth at it, but, you know, uh, most guys have been in that situation um, that you know it's like,' oh crap, what do we do if i if I'm honest i'm gonna hurt her feelings and I'm not gonna get sex anymore um at all, right, so do what you say you're gonna do, okay, get rid of the lying. look at why it's happening and work on it, get rid of it, okay, make sure your partner trusts that you're gonna be there emotionally that they know you're going to be there emotionally, that you have their back. They know you're not going to go blab outside the relationship about intimate details about what's going on in a relationship. Okay, And if you need professional help with those aspects, that you need to talk to somebody or whatever about what's going on, um, do so. Okay, Because that will destroy your relationship. And again, I'm going to stress, that doesn't mean when you're in an abusive relationship, you keep that to yourself uh, you need to get the hell out and you need to get authorities involved. You need to get friends, support, uh, even, you know, women's domestic violence organizations involved. And I talked about that a few weeks ago, too. Or there's a lot of guys in abusive relationships, too, that have been bit everything else, okay? And uh, so that that's huge, okay? Another aspect I'm going to talk about, believe it or not, is trust. Sexually, trust in your sex life. And everyone's probably in shock. Like, what the hell does that mean? Affairs, going out, cheating? No, I'm talking about that you can have, you feel safe, and you can trust your partner sexually. I've dealt with you know women in here that have unfortunately that have been raped by their husbands, and they you know they look at it, oh you know some. A-hole guys out there. Oh, I'm your husband. I can't ever rape you. That's a bunch of BS, okay? And also that you're not, you know, that you're going to be sexually safe from harm, right? That they're not going to harm you. They're not going to hurt you physically unless you're in the whips and chains, and that's different, but that's what you want. Also, what about, a lot of people might not view this, but what about that your partner, cares about you sexually that you trust your partner wants to please you what about trust and being sexually pleased that it's not all about him it's not all about her that you can trust your partner is out to make you satisfied that is huge because if you don't trust that your partner is out you know it's only out for say his benefit and it's all about him why would you want to have sex with him or her right Also, part of the sexual trust comes in with that your partner desires you. Right? That your partner desires you. And how does that happen that they desire you is let's fake it. Fake it. Don't ever fake it. No. You know, that you're being honest. Don't ever fake it. But how do you uh, find out your partner's, you know, that desires you? And let's face it. It's frequency, right? Everyone talks about... um, you know, it it's a quality, not the quantity. I think that's a cop out, and that's a bunch of BS. You can have quality and quantity, people. And a huge thing is, um, it's a the big thing is, you know, about frequency builds. You know, your partner loves you. You know, they desire you. And when that doesn't happen, again, going back to lip service, doing what you say, you know, your partner oh, I love you, I desire you, but there's no follow-through. That's huge. And that's part of sexual trust that you can trust what they say and you can trust them sexually by them showing you, right? That is huge. You know, frequency and the amount of sex is, you know, it's it's important. Like I said, if you're okay with having sex once a month or once a year even and you're both okay with that, there's not going to be any issues. You know, Trusting in sex is that you're gonna be pleased and please your partner that they care about you that the emotions it's not just physical right that you trust that the emotional connection is behind the physical pleasure as well that's all part of trust building sexually you know or sexually trusting your partner that they care about you they care about being pleased and it's it's sort of ironic that. You know, I I come across and it's funny how many people talk about this and I, I get this um, in relation or in, in couples all the time, huge in here talking about lack of sex. And I've said this all the time that you know it's not only men complaining about a lot, if not more women lately have been complaining of lack of sex than the men. And you know, we look at these issues and that, that is deals with trust in that area, right? That you don't trust that they desire you. They don't trust that you love them. And one thing is, you know, don't stop having sex. A lot of emotional disconnects, everybody knows, kills sex. And that creates havoc and that creates distrust sexually as well. So, please, you know... Abusive relationships get the hell out. But you know, if it's a decent relationship, don't stop having sex. That is crucial, and that even builds greater emotional trust by the frequency of sex, believe it or not. And there is a thing about trusting that your partner desires you that craves you sexually that you can trust in that. And it there's a saying out there, and I, I love it. And it says, if you have to keep track of having sex, then you're not having enough. Ooh, I want you to think about that when it comes to sexually trusting and sexual trust in your relationship. If you have to keep track of having sex, then you're not having enough. Right? Oh, we only had sex once this week. We, you know, whatever. And like I said, everybody's desire, you know, it's different. And hopefully you had the same level of desire For one another, that is huge, okay? So, you know, think about this. If your partner says they desire you, you know what? They better show it, right? And that's going to keep that trust building sexually that you are desired because they're going to show you. They're going to be affectionate. They're going to be, you know, kissing you. They're going to be touching you. They're going to want to have sex with you. Hopefully, right? That is another area a lot of people don't realize that hits on trust aspects. When you don't, and that goes in, like I said, at the beginning, you do what you say you're going to do. If you say you're going to desire your partner that you do desire, you love them, you love sex with them, you better show it. And part of the trust building, you know, I talked about this a couple of shows ago about, you know, excuses, not having, not having sex with your partner, right? And that's part of trust as well. It's huge. It's doing what you say and following up with it. So think about that when next thing you're thinking about trust sexually. You know what? If you have to keep track of having sex, then you're not having enough. How many people believe with that or how many people think that's a crock? And I'll bet you the people that think that is a crock are the people with the least amount of desire in the relationship. They have the lower end of the desire spectrum in the relationship are going to think I'm full of crap. That's okay. Again, I'm going to tell those people out there, are you afraid to be confronted in that area? Maybe you're afraid to be confronted about your desire issues, right? It could be, again, you hit on all the emotions, but when the sex trust is getting killed, you know what? That doesn't feel good to your partner. One thing, they don't believe what you say. They don't feel desired. They don't feel loved. They don't feel like you want to rip their clothes off, and that's guys and female. It's not gender bias. So, follow through, build sexual trust that you're not going to harm your partner, right? That your partner can trust that it is not all about you. They trust that it's about them, too. Okay? And that have sex often. It's healthy, it brings relationships closer, and it builds even more, you know. The ability to be vulnerable with one another. So don't stop having sex. It's important. Um. Yeah, I'm a guy, right? <laughs> but there's a lot of women out there that think sex is important too. There you know, women out there. They always say, you know, I love having sex every day. What, what a better way to start your day than having sex. It puts me in a better mood. Makes me happy. Puts a smile on my face. This is coming from women, not men. Men love it too. But this is coming from women, people. And it creates, you know, just such a huge, uh, what's the word, excitement and makes your relationship alive and even more in depth than I've talked about the total connection. So build trust sexually, right? And if your partner doesn't trust you on those levels, and it's funny to, the, think of sexually trusting, you know, and throw out the affair aspect. A lot of people don't look at trust in a sexual manner, but it's huge. It's important. Okay. Another issue I'm going to talk about, you know, with building trust is through compliments, right? What would it take for you to trust that your partner compliments you and it's genuine? And it's what they actually feel. It's what they believe. You know, if you're beautiful, if you're hot, if you're handsome, um, whatever. If you're great in bed, you know, if you're a great parent. What's it take for you to be able to trust those compliments and they're not just saying it? Or... Are they only complimentary when they want sex, right? Then, therefore, you're not going to trust their compliments to be genuine, okay? So, compliment. Compliment each other often, okay? Tell them. This, this is huge, and this is going to create an even closer relationship. You know, some people, I don't need compliments. I think we all need compliments to a certain level. You know what? I love, you know, I like compliments. Everybody has them. And it's it's not about being arrogant. It's about, you know what? It's awesome that your partner recognizes the good things about you. It's so easy in our society to hit on the negative aspects. So, you know what? You want your compliments to be genuine, to be real, to be heartfelt. And I see a lot of women out there trust in your boyfriends, trust in your partners, and your husbands, when they pay you a compliment, that it is genuine, right? That is there. It's not only when they want sex and they're buttering you up, you know, when they want sex, but it's there more frequent. Believe in that. There's so many women that think, oh, you're just telling me, right? Because you're my boyfriend. You're only telling me or complimenting me because you're my husband, like you have to. Um, You know, it gets... Oh, then it's so sad that women do that. But if another guy compliments them, they're all giddy, all whatever. Oh, oh my God! Uh, you know, why do you have that? Why can't you have that effect from your partner or your boyfriend? Why do you have a different response, a different expression when it comes from a stranger than you do from your partner, right? It's like, how many guys I hear in here, I compliment her, you know, on a regular basis, and she don't care. But a friend compliments her, a co-worker, a guy, another guy, stranger compliments her. You know, she's all giddy, all this, and oh my God, all flustered. But when I do it, she could care less. You know what? When you get complimented, ladies and gentlemen out there, you know, take it to heart. Be real about it, okay? And... Have that, you know what, oh my God, it feels good. Don't get numb to it, and don't think they're just telling you, ladies, because it is they're your husband, it's their partner. Chances are if you know they're not if they're complimenting you, it's what they actually believe. it's what they feel, okay, so trust in that again, the only way you don't trust in it if you don't hear compliments at all. You know, throughout the week, at all. Now, some when they want sex, they're telling you how pretty, how beautiful you are, just because they want a piece. And that's, you know, trusting sexually. That they, it's all about them, right? That it's all about maybe their feelings and what they want and their horniness, and it's not about you and the connection between you. And that's part of the area about trusting sexually. I just talked about, right? So, wrapping up tonight on the Art of Relationships Radio Show. You know what? Do what you say you're going to do. You know, follow through. That is huge. A lot of times it's so irritating for people or being in relationships where people don't follow through what they say they're going to do. That does, that kills trust, right? Oh yeah, oh God, I've heard this before. You know what? And that is going to, that's going to help erode the relationship maybe slowly, right? But it will erode it and it will cause problems. Lying. Get rid of lying. Lying we all know it's gonna trust issues. And I want to hit on something that's very, you know, very real and very genuine when surrounding lying. When you lie often, I I don't want you lying at all, but when you do lying often, then you get annoyed by your partner questioning everything you do. Are you sure you went here? Are you sure you did this? Are you sure you got that's your fault? Then you complain that they're nagging, they're always asking, they're always questioning you right that's on you because you killed that trust so you need to sort of eat crow and you need to rebuild that trust right by not lying they're questioning your every motive your every move what you say but that's caused by you you need to rebuild that trust right so when you look at and you oh you oh my god you're nagging me wherever i go wherever i go well you know, if you're not lying, you're honest and everything, that might be an insecure issue. But you know, if you're lying and they're questioning everything, are you sure you went here? Are you sure you got out of work here? That's on you. So you don't, you need to stay with that confrontation and be honest and be real. You know what? I understand why you're questioning me because I haven't been honest with you. So I get it. You need to rebuild that trust, okay? Make sure you have The emotional trust of your partner and your partner has that emotional trust with you. You have their back and you're gonna be there emotionally for them, okay? Work on you know how much sexual trust is there in a relationship too. Those are crucial areas. Don't be afraid to talk about them, okay? And compliment your partner. Not only that, if your partner compliments you, trust that they're genuine, okay? Don't just get all giddy when you hear it from a coworker or a stranger, right? Oh, it feels good because somebody else. You know what? I want you to feel good that it's genuinely coming from your partner. You know what? React like you would it was coming from a stranger or somebody else. That it's genuine. They're, they're sincere about that. Because, you know what? That means, you know, if they are being sincere and genuine in their compliments and you blow it off... That means, oh, you don't believe us. You don't trust us, right? But it's funny how somebody else grabs your attention with a compliment. Those are huge. So, you know what? Be expressive. You know, oh, thank you. That's awesome. I'm glad you think I'm sexy. You know, We all like to be complimented, right? Not to overdo it. Not to be sick about it. But to be real and genuine, okay? I hope everybody enjoyed uh, tonight's show, Trust Building and Relationships. You can listen to this uh, spreakercom slash user slash Greg Dazinski the podcast they're also posting on Facebook as well uh, so catch them on uh, Facebook they're usually posted on my main page Greg Dzinski, and they're also posted like I said on the art of relationships radio show on Facebook uh, please I'm always open to suggestions topics again Thank you for all the love and support out there. I appreciate it. Like I said, the Art of Relationships radio show, it is for you. It is for you out there, the listeners out there. Another way to help people. Again, uh, my passion, my purpose is to help others and hopefully build and intensify and enhance people's relationship and build and get them to that total connection of the mind, body, heart, and soul Deep connection with everybody. Much love, everybody. Have a nice uh, few days. I will see you Wednesday evening out here. License, everybody, relationship uh, sex
1: take counsel. care. And I'm as Master Much B, love. The Art Peace of Relationships out. will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit for tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format. Pepper pets, compassion, enhanced humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. First can laugh and climax to a happier youth. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. And <laughs> compared to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
0: At Speedway, we've always been here to get
2: you what you need when you need it. We're committed to keeping our stores open, clean, and safe, so you can stay fueled and refreshed all summer long. We've got cold drinks for hot days and frozen drinks for even hotter ones, plus energy boosts, quick bites, and pick-me-ups. We're always on your way, and we're always here for you. So no matter what you need, when you stop by, we'll be ready. Now buy any three cooler beverages and get 500 bonus Speedy Rewards points.